ML Nation, episode 316. Be the person that is always asked for advice and stuff. Like, step up and be the leader that you've always wanted. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, do you want the next 12 months to be your best year ever? Then you must attend our training event, No BS, No Hype. You could attend either the one in the Gold Coast, Australia on May 12, 13, 14, or our USA event in Los Angeles next year on February 23rd to 25th, 2018. These three-day events feature not only me, but you also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 with an early bird price. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible, and that's why I founded ML Nation. Now, I'm loud and proud to be in the network marketing profession because I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. So write that down. Number two is network marketing allows us to give back more. And I want you, whatever success you have, to give back more. Number three, most important, network marketing allows us to be a better leader at home. It allows us to be better parents, a better spouse, because we're always leading by example. You can take the lessons we learn from these top leaders, from myself, and apply it back to home. And our mission at ML Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. Now, ML Nation, you must have a clear purpose and vision, because otherwise, you'll never do the uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. That's why your purpose and vision is so important. It's what's going to pull you and motivate you. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training stories, just like ML Nation. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now, I'm super fired up. Let's go to today's training. ML Nation, this is Simon Chen. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, a 23-year-old Gen Y who uses social media in a really short amount of time to build a six-figure income. Hey, Brendan Tager, are you ready to make it happen? Absolutely, Simon. Brendan Tager is a 23-year-old millennial entrepreneur born in South Korea, and he was raised in Southern California. As a child, he never felt he really fit in, and he dropped out his first semester in university to pursue what he called a real job. And although he was doing well for himself at the time, he never felt happy, and he was unsatisfied. And that was when he found network marketing, where in less than a year, he was able to become his own boss and set his own hours. And in just 14 months, Brendan is now clearing six figures a year in MLM and doing a lot of it through social media, which we're talking about. Brendan lives out in Gold Coast, Australia, and will also be one of the speakers at 2017 No BS, No Hype training event on the Gold Coast on May 12th to 14th, 2017. So, Brendan, super excited for you to be on here, but share a little bit about your background, uh, how you first got exposed to network marketing, or what got you intrigued by it. Well, it's honestly a funny story, and it's very simple. Um, one of my buddies from high school, he saw that I was still using Facebook because, like, I use Facebook as a place to like crack jokes, especially about like politics or TV shows and stuff. And he's like, "Hey, Brendan, want to make some extra cash?" And I'm like, 
yeah, what's up? <laughs> and that was my introduction to network marketing. So how did he uh, present to you? Did he actually send you an online video? He uh, had you go to his, go to his house? Um, what did he do? Honestly, he just shot me a message on Facebook and that was it. Like Facebook is something that's so natural to us now, especially our generation. Like it's very easy to make connections. So I knew him from high school and which is crazy. Now he's also a multiple six figure earner as well. Um, and yeah, we sort of came up together um, and we're from the same town. And it's just like, it was just the match made in heaven back in the day. So was he a friend that you had, um, you see a lot or it's been someone that actually you haven't connected for a while and he just reached out to you? Honestly, we never talked much in high school. We weren't even really friends per se. We just knew of each other. We, uh, he was more like the cool guy in high school and I was the guy that played the cross, like not that cool. <laughs> so what made you intrigued? Why did you join? So you watched the video and so you just joined right away? Well, yeah, because the thing is like for me, like I was just tired of my situation. Like I was just really sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like I had a great job, but I drove like four hours a day every single day to, you know, LA traffic. It's terrible. And, you know, I was still going to school a little bit at night. Like I went, I took one class for one semester while I was working a job. And it was just like, I don't know, I was just tired of everything. And like, you know, I saw the possibilities. I understood what leveraged income was. I understood residual income. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And, you know, I just went for it. And how old were you at this time? I was 20. I just turned 20 years old when I found out on network marketing. Got it. So, so how did you do? You're actually pretty excited. How did you do your first couple of weeks? Um, my first couple of weeks, like I basically just messaged everybody in every network marketing company. I'm like, check out this comp plan. Check out this comp plan. Like I was really, really green in the thumbs. Um, I really thought people joined network marketing just for the money when I began. Um, cause like, that's what I was used to looking at, you know, on Instagram, Facebook three years ago, it was all about money flashing, showing cash, showing your income, showing lifestyle and network marketing's really changed in our, and really grown in our demographics since then. Like now it's all about value and like healthy people. But like back then it was all about the money. So it was like, I just duplicated what I saw and it didn't really work too much. Um, but then transitioning into like two, three months into the business, you know, I, I held home events every single day for 90 days, packed out garages, packed out homes and you know, enrolled the team of like 700 people within like three months. And like, you know, uh, I don't really build my business that way anymore, but definitely in the beginning, we definitely have to be in the trenches like that and just talk to everything in heartbeat. You grew a business of 700 people in three months, you said? Yeah. So what was the turning point? You said initially you were just sending, you know, you reached out everyone in MLM and in the, in the network marketing company. So, hey, my PayPal is better. Right, just be right. salesy, hypey, didn't work. Uh, what was the turning point? How did you, what did you do? And what did you do different to get like 700? Because most people don't get 700 people in their lifetime. You got 700 in three months. What did you do? Well, my turning point was, you know, I started to understand social media and the mixture of the offline grind. Like the thing is like, let me ask you guys that are watching all this, you know, with you guys are on Facebook Live, like, would you rather speak in a room of, in front of 100 people or speak in front of a room of 10 people, but then I'll put it on Facebook and have it seen by thousands? So I would work my butt off offline, pack rooms, and even when people didn't show up, I would still show up. I'd have a um, Twitch going on. Back in the day, there was no Facebook Live, but I'd, there would be Twitch, or I'd go on YouTube, or I'd make a video of me speaking speaking in front of even nobody. But the thing is, you know, it still was me showing up every single day. So you know, I understood not just leverage income. Now I understood a leveraged audience, and um, that's really the key to social media building now. Like the irony of the situation is everybody loves seeing you build offline online. Like nobody likes seeing like people make funnel systems or capture pages. Like 
come on, that's so like not it's not even realistic to be honest. This is more relatable. This is more real. You're basically showing people like a reality show to your life, and that gets people connected with you. That gets people to want to work with you, and that's what I give a lot of my success to, and that's how I really broke through the whole uh, getting stuck at like 700 people to like recruiting thousands of people into my business. So I like um, what you said. Everyone loves to see people uh, building offline, online. Right. Right. So you're building. I just want to. Uh, clarify a few things you were building offline but you were right. broadcasting it heck yeah all day all day it'd be every single day be a picture of me speaking in front of a bunch of people on beanbags um in a garage or a bunch of time when i go meet with somebody i took a picture with that somebody at the starbucks or me going on a, a on a trip an hour drive to go to meet somebody i would um talk about me driving an hour to go meet somebody like it it's it's really what they say you know you know they say like uh uh, uh, it's called. Uh, if you didn't, uh, if it's not on Facebook, it's not official. You know, it, it, take a picture. It didn't happen. Like that's really what it is. Like you guys want a successful business. You want exponential growth in your business. You need to document your journey. Like I, I know I'm saying things that you're not even really asking, but like this is like really what was a turning point for me. I figured out that if you document your journey, not just your results, like the results will come, and the results will sway people and show people that you're doing the right thing, doing the good thing for the world and stuff. But the thing is, people love seeing an underdog story. People love seeing somebody start from scratch and go kill it in the business. And people like watching it happen. And if people watch it happen, then they're going to feel more comfortable joining you if they saw that, oh, yeah, dude, a year ago, he was in the same position I was. So it's like documenting your journey, even if you're in a really bad place right now, that's going to work out in the long run no matter what. So I want to ask you something. You said about, uh, I think, by documenting um it also lets people know that you're committed, right? It's the consistency as well. So you did this seven days a week. Yeah, seven days a week. I do it every single day. If you don't see me post on Facebook, I must be dead. Like, that's how committed I am. Like, uh, you know, some people think that, uh, you know, that some people like to say or, you know, um, that, you know, working on Facebook, that doesn't count. I'm like, well, complaining about your problems on Facebook, you know, talking about stupid stuff on Facebook. Yeah, that's not work. But the thing is, when you're posting, when you're making videos, especially when you're running an organization now, you know, 90% of the battle is showing up, right? Like, you know, we're taught this being becoming leaders, levels of leadership. Uh, 90% of the battle is showing up. Now in our generation, you on Facebook, you on Instagram, you on social media, that is you showing up to every single person on your team. Every single person. Because the thing is, you know what, you're still human. I'm still human. I'm not going to be able to see every single person on my team every single day. But every single person on my team can see me every single day because of social media. And the thing is, actions speak a lot louder than words ever can anyways. So make massive action, take massive action, make massive results and document that. And that's what's really going to ignite the fire within your team as well. Like there's a crazy psychology to social media that people don't really understand. You know, people think it's just a way to recruit people, enroll people, but no, it's not just an enrolling game. It's not just a recruiting game. It's a way to basically be there for your team every single day and also help you enroll and recruit, obviously. But it's about becoming an influencer now. Like if you want massive results, you have to become an influencer. Yeah, I think when you're posting a lot, it also inspires your team because there's, there's always the saying leading by example, right? And when they're seeing you doing all that stuff, it inspires them. They know, hey, you know, my upline is actually busting his butt working. He's just sitting, it's not sitting there doing any, nothing. Exactly. Well, what do you mean by being an influencer? Is it, uh, you know, people are looking to be influencers now. 
Well, the thing about the, uh, the reason why it's so important to be an influencer, like, let me explain what an influencer is first. So it, it's in the word. It's being a person of influence. Um, if you guys ever read the book, The Alchemist, um, you know, it's all about becoming somebody of value, about becoming somebody that, you know, can actually use his influence to do good things, right? Um, if you guys haven't read the book, I highly recommend it. Um, and basically, it's about creating influence, about being someone of value, and then obviously using that towards a bigger and better goal. And that's what you want to focus on. You know, a lot of my marketing is, you know, Tigger's Truth. Like, at first, that started out as a joke. Like, you know how people put, like, Awesome Andy or, like, some, like, joke on Facebook, right? And I did Tigger's Truth as a complete joke, but it really caught on this time last year. And, you know, my marketing, my branding is all about basically getting rid of all the BS. You know, that's why me and Simon hit it off pretty well, I think. You know, no hype, no BS, MLM. Um, and that's what's really created me a long-term and sustainable business now. It's because, like, if there's a problem, we fix it. If there's issues in the industry, we talk about it. We don't just walk away from it. Um, and that's what I really branded myself on. And that's what created my influence. Because believe it or not, which people, it really sucks that a lot of people don't believe this. But if you gave people the right choice, if you gave them an option to make the right decision, they'll usually take it. And the thing is, if they don't, that's not someone you want in your network anyways. So the thing is, you know, here's a saying that I've always been taught is you have to stand for something or you'll fall for everything, right? Would you guys agree? I, I can't see Facebook Live, but I'm assuming people agree with this. And uh, um, that's what you want to do. Like you want to become a person of influence and the way to become a person of influence is to stand for something. Um, whether it's ethics, integrity, work ethic, um, your, your inspiration, what you believe that people can accomplish. like. You really got to find out who you are as a person and then like let that shine out through social media because um, social media really is like a catalyst to a lot of things. It's going to amplify or destroy you. And I highly recommend letting it amplify you instead of letting it destroy you. Yeah, really good. Uh, stand for something or you're full for everything. Hey, if you ML Nation, go type that into the comment. Write that down. You got to stand for something or you're full for everything. Um, Shil, I mean, you're very good at branding yourself online. Shil, can you share a couple more tips about branding? Obviously, you have to stand for something. You're not afraid to offend people. You're very direct, no BS, right? Um, yeah. What else? What are some other tips for branding? Well, for branding, like online and stuff, guys, you, you got to learn something called the Facebook algorithm. And I highly recommend looking that stuff up. Um, you know, a lot of you guys, if you guys are on this Facebook Live, I'm hoping, assuming that you guys already follow me on Facebook. Um, if you don't, you can check it out and see like how I take advantage of this algorithm. And the way I take advantage of this algorithm is by being consistent every single day. And wait, and the Facebook algorithm is what it allows you to be seen by a lot of people consistently. That's what the Facebook algorithm is. It's a code that Facebook uses so they make sure that people see what they want to see on Facebook consistently. So to be on the Facebook algorithm to use it effectively, you have to bring value, number one, which that's why personal development is so important. Um, even though it's really good to do a lot of PD for yourself, you know, obviously, but the thing is you don't want to be stuck in a place of analysis of, of paralysis where you don't want to be in a state of, you know, so much, but you don't share it and teach it and use it. Right. So this is where a lot of people that get stuck can actually really, really grow their business. You know, people love reading the same things that they read every single day, you know, sharing a quote online, sharing something that you read on a, in a book, something that you share, something that you watched on a, on a personal development clip or something. You know, post about it, write about it, take a picture of it, take a picture of your book, take a picture of you outside with your family, with your friends. Like the fact of the matter is the reason why social media is so powerful is that social media isn't a platform. It's a freaking planet. Like it's a whole nother world. Right. And you also apply the fact that the number one TV show in the world 
which is really dumb, was keeping up, keeping up with the Kardashians, okay? Keeping up with the Kardashians. And they do nothing and they're famous, right? They have massive influence. But why is that? It's because they documented their life. And the thing is, those commercials on those TV shows, they paid millions and billions of dollars to be on those commercials. We're in a state right now, a transition of people only looking at their cell phones. Like televisions are not being popular anymore. Our cell phones are popular. Our laptops are popular. And we have an opportunity to take advantage of something that everyone's eyes are on. The only reason why those commercials cost so much money is because everybody's eyes were on it. And that's why it was so expensive. We have an opportunity right now where it's free. Like organic traffic, that's free. Facebook ads, if you guys want to do that, I don't really do that too much, but that's very affordable and people can get their name out there that way as well. Like we're in a state where we have an opportunity to be seen by a lot of people. And if you have that shot, if you have that opportunity, all, the only thing you have to do is give a lot of value. And it's very easy to give a lot of value because there's a lot of free value that you can get out there in books, in, t in YouTube series and podcasts, MLM Nation, like there's all these places where you can get free value and all you have to do is put your own spin on it, brand it, give it to people, apply it yourself, lead by example, and then be known as that person that doesn't just talk about it, but actually does something about it. Does that make sense? Good, great stuff. You know, um, I think you all, you know, you answer a big objection and sometimes people feel that they got to be the next genius or the next great writer, like Stephen King to create content, right? Because a lot of it's just retaking like what you shared, like, Taking, you read a lot, you listen to pockets, you, and then you share it, but you put your own spin on it. And that's something you do. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of the people who follow you, they don't, you know, they may not even have heard of those books, or they just simply don't have time to read the books. And they'd rather go on the Facebook feed and learn from you, right? And that's, I think that's what's something you're very good at. You're consuming, you're, you're learning a lot, and you're putting your own spin on it. Yeah, because, um, you know, this is something I learned when I was young. I actually learned this on a TV show called Suits. Um, it's a great show. If you guys haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. Um, and they say that everything under the sun has been seen and done before, right? Everything under the sun is seen and done before. The only objection I have with that is social media, internet. That hasn't been seen before. But education, information, values, um, everything that you see people teaching hasn't been seen been done before in some time before us, right? So you sharing the knowledge that you're acquiring from other sources you're not a cheater. You're not a copier. What you're doing is you're giving people a way of processing information that they never would have got if you didn't deliver it to them. Um, one of my buddies always told me this growing up. He said that, look, somebody out there is waiting for you to share with them what you have to share, right? Whether that's your friendship, information, opportunity, life, whatever it may be. But the things that you know and you think is absolutely normal there's so many people that don't know what you know, right? And people don't know what they don't know. You know, it's a very popular saying in network marketing. And um, that's what you're going to see. Because the thing is, someone could teach you something and you process it super easily. But then a lot of your friends, a lot of your family, a lot of the people that you know, they won't get it like you do from that source. So it's your responsibility to take that information, make it your own. And through that relationship that you cultivated with all these other people, you're going to help them process that information a lot easier. Yes, really good stuff. And uh, I think there's also there's so much stuff out there, right? That people sometimes just don't, they simply just don't have time to consume it. So they're relying on you for to share that info. That was, so I have a question. How does someone like, 23, like a 23-year-old like you know so much and being so young? Um, yeah, okay. So I'm going to do my best and share my past with you in network marketing with no company names and no names. Okay. So 
what I can tell you is I've been in a lot of companies. I've been, uh, I've worked with uh, with the number one earner of all time. I've worked with number three, number four, number seven. Um, I've had the honor of working with all these people. I've seen the parts of network marketing that isn't too bright. I've seen um, people go from nothing, and I've seen people take deals type of stuff. I've I've worked with every single type of person in network marketing that has massive influence and. Um, I just know a lot about this industry because I've worked on both sides of it. And as you know, you know, I, I've actually, you know, walked away from a lot of network marketing companies and deals and stuff because I chose to build organically. Um, just because like for me, like, you know, I'm a mama's boy, you know, I was raised with a single mom. Luckily she met my amazing dad and like, I've always been taught make the right choices. Like I couldn't, I can't sleep at night if I, if I don't make the right choices and stuff. So. The reason why I know so much about the industry is because I failed at it so many times. I've succeeded so many times. I've made six-figure incomes and lost them three times already in my three years. Um, I've been through a lot of ups and downs in network marketing very quickly because the upside of joining companies that aren't too stable is that you go through about 10 years of emotions in one, which is the rise, the fall, the comeback, and, a, a, and eventually the end. And you go through that very, very quickly in a lot of uh, startup companies. and. You know, that's why I've uh, I've walked away from a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, fantastic. You know, uh, by the way, MLM Nation, if you're watching this, this has been good. Let us know. Share this. Let us know how, you know, we look at how many shares there are to determine uh, what content you guys like. So if you, if you like Brendan Tigger, I've tagged him in post, connect with him, and also share this as well. Okay, so keep sharing this. Um, I'm going to go and ask a little bit. So t let's go talk about your journey. I think you brought up a good point. The reason why... You've been owning for three years and you know so much is the journey has been accelerated because you joined all these lot of companies, the startups, yeah. and instead of taking 10 years to fail, they fail in one year. Um, so what is your worst, worst, this is my favorite question, of all these bad, you know, you say you've been both sides, the good and the bad, what is the worst, worst moment for you in network marketing? I think the worst moment of my history of network marketing is that I let somebody that made a lot of money in this industry 10, 15, 20 years ago convinced me that the way I'm doing it now isn't sustainable. And when that happened, I got convinced into joining a Me Too company. Um, and if you guys don't know what a Me Too company is, it's a, it's a company that basically everybody and anybody sells the same products. Like, you know, yo, our company sells a protein. Oh, Me Too. Or our company sells a makeup line. Oh, Me Too. Or my company sells oils. Oh, Me Too. And uh, I got convinced to walk away from a industry breaking company to a Me Too company. And I got convinced out of my current situation of doing very well. Um, luckily, I was able to attain a lot back, but I convinced out of it because the thing is, guys, like time moves really fast, especially now with social media and the internet. Um, somebody that's successful in this industry of network marketing, in any industry, if they attained their success 10, 15, 20 years ago, they still have stuff to teach you. But to say that they know what works now, unless they're updated, unless they're consistently building, unless they're still in the trenches, you need to take their advice with all the grain of salt. You can use it as reference, but I wouldn't use it as a code of conduct for your day-to-day -day business. Because look, in this industry, everything changes every single month. And then you add social media into that, guess what, everything changes every single week. There are new companies that pop up every single week, new leaders, new opportunities, new competition. And um, to say that you are going to you know, bring your 70-year-old mentor and take his advice for everything that's working now over what you're being taught by somebody that's actually making it happen right now, that's where you're gonna lose. And that's where I officially had my first absolute failure where I lost this six-year income 
um, because I walked away from it from an from advice from somebody that had what I wanted but didn't attain it now. And then when I left him, he ends up joining the company that I, he convinced me to leave. So that's my personal experience, and that's the best advice I can give you is that, look, the two biggest mistakes you can make in life is being the youngest person in the room thinking the oldest person has something to teach you, and then being the oldest person in the room and thinking the youngest person has something to teach you, right? But you have to understand posture, and you have to understand that you are in an absolutely new generation, and what works now, people wouldn't have even thought about it 20 years ago. Like, us talking on our, our, our faces right now, what Simon and I are doing, talking on a computer screen, this wasn't Back to the Future as a joke. Like, this wasn't, like, real yet. This wasn't movies that hoping this would be a sci-fi reality. Like, this is what we see flying cars to be, right? So my best advice and my worst experience are, are two-in-one. My worst experience was learning from somebody that attained success because I thought I could get his success by doing what he used to do, which doesn't work now. And my best advice is to find somebody in your field, in your age demographic, making it happen, because that's where you're going to find the, the nuggets, the keys and everything, because look, what may work for me may not work for you, and what may work for you may not work for me, but you're going to have a lot better chance of becoming successful if you find people in a similar situation to you than someone that can't even remember what they had for breakfast when they actually first attained their success. Does that make sense? Yes, such good wisdom and advice. And you talk about time moving fast. I mean, even um, nine—not I'm not talking about a year ago. You know, nine months ago, what we're doing right now, face to face on Facebook Live, broadcasting from the desktop, wasn't even possible. Right. right. Uh, never, not to mention two years ago. It's just that we could do it on the phones, but just on the computer. It's, it's changing very, very quickly. I love what you said, the two biggest mistakes. I want you to repeat that. Number one is being the youngest in the room and think the oldest has everything to teach you, right? Can you, can you just repeat that again? Yeah, so the two biggest mistakes that you can make in life is being the youngest person in the room and thinking the oldest person has nothing to teach you, and then being the oldest person in the room and thinking the youngest person has nothing to teach you. And um, that's just advice that I take really to heart because, like, look, if you met me out in public, I'm just a young 23-year-old guy. I've got tattoos on my arms. I look like some Yakuza member or something. I'm a six-foot-four tall Asian guy um, working on my figure again. Um, thank, shout out to my personal trainer. Um, and uh, you would not, you would never think to take advice from me in network marketing, entrepreneurship, or business. Because number one, I don't really talk to people in public. And number two, I'm just a really, really tall Korean guy that nobody thinks twice of after they meet him, right? So for me, I just think back on how many people that I have in my life today that if I didn't say something, if I didn't say hi, if I didn't like, if I wasn't open to learning from somebody on something, how many connections and relationships I wouldn't have today. Like, you know, my number one, the number one earner, the mentor, he told me the only difference between me and him is that he's been in the game longer and his Rolodex is longer than mine. Well, I got 5,000 friends on Facebook and a bunch of followers. I don't know if his Rolodex is really longer than mine anymore because we have something here that like legitimately can have us catch up to these top earners instantly. Like, like no, no income claims or anything, but I still have yet to met to this day of meeting someone that's been in the industry as long as I have, that's twice as old as me, that's doing as well as I am. Like, it, 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 I haven't met one yet. And that's not because of me. Like for me to take credit for that, that's ridiculous. 
Like everybody has work ethic, everybody has drive. If you're not motivated every single day, you need to fix that because that's not anyone else's problem except yours. And once you figure that part out, the only difference is the fact is I'm in a generation right now where we're in the conscious consumer generation. Like people are conscious, people are actually thinking about their decisions, people want to know more people. The average person is a lot smarter now because we have so much more access. Like the only reason why you think that the average person's dumber is because media tells us they are. But yet, why is it that I meet 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 year old kids running startup corporations, companies that know how to run LLCs, trusts? Why is it that that's a normal thing for me? It's because we're legitimately in a shift where the average young teenager that's supposed to be partying with a bunch of sorority girls at parties, they're not worried about that stuff. They're worried about creating generational wealth now. Like that's what we're worried about. Because the thing is, the biggest problem right now is what? The lack of money. What do you do when you get out of school? You want to fix all the problems. Like, it's just, you put two and two together, that's our generation now. We're trying to save our parents from themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, back then, um, you were relying more on the educational system, right? Yeah. Well, and, and also network and connections. Well, now, because on the internet, I mean, if you're, you're hungry and desire to work hard, like I said, every successful person has that. You can just go online and self-teach you everything way quicker than you go to the four-year college can do. And so you actually, anyone with an online connection can learn everything you want. And just like you talk about the contacts back in the day, how quickly can you build your Rolodex? You can build your Rolodex much, much quicker nowadays with just like with, with social media. Hey, I, I want to ask you this question. You said that you've been... Uh, you know, three ups and downs to different companies. You've been working with a lot of top earners. How right. did you access these top earners? I think people watching this, they, ever, they all want to be mentored by a top earner. So how did right. you get the top earner's attention? Okay, so you want to get a top earner's attention? Produce. That's the number one word I can tell you. You got, here's the thing, like, you know, a lot of these people that don't understand business and entrepreneurship, they're in a very, very like, whoa, me stage. Like, oh, nobody wants to work with me. Oh, nobody wants to teach me. And they use that as an excuse, right? And then that always brings me back to like the word friendship. Like a true friend, a true friendship is someone, is two people that bring value to each other and they both respect that, right? So you, you want a top earner to work with you. You want somebody that's influenced to work with you. Bring them value. Bring them production. Show them that you're actually in it. Like, that's how you do it. You don't do it by buying their products. You don't do it by buying a crap load of their products. You don't do it by posting on their Facebook and messaging them that they're amazing people. You don't do it by kissing their ass. Everybody kisses everyone. Sorry. Sorry, Simon. Everyone's butt on social media and people that make money. Everybody kisses our butts every day. You want to stand out? Produce. Get out there. Make it happen. Pack rooms. Like, you're probably wondering, but Brennan, I don't know how to pack rooms. I don't know how to do that. Well, look, you want a, you want a mentor? The thing is the mentor doesn't know, have to know that you exist. They really don't. I have tons of mentors that don't know I exist. You know who I call these mentors? I call these mentors like Grant Cardone, Ty Lopez, uh, freaking um, Eric Warre. I look at Lisa Grossman. I look at all these people that don't even know who I exist, right? But what do I do? I follow them on Facebook. I look for their content. I read their books. I read their information. I learn from them. And they're my quote unquote mentors. You want to be mentored, go read a book, go look at their content, learn what they have, apply it, get their attention by producing. Like you guys want to know how I got all these people's attentions in network marketing. I made a name for myself. Like 
I came from the ground up. I put in numbers. I put in sales. I produced produced five million in sales in the past sixteen months, right now. And like all those network, all my quote unquote uplines in my current company that didn't even bat an eye at first. Now they're all trying to talk to me, and I'm like, all right, well, you guys weren't there at day one. Why would I, I need you guys at day five hundred? So it's like you want their help. Make sure that you don't need it. If you don't need their help, they're gonna want to give it. And that's how you're going to get their attention. Yeah, produce.、Um, you know, talk about like the consistency and that led to production. You start documenting. You you had said that you did、uh, meetings with bean bags before. Yeah. Well, what was that about the bean bags? All right. So the thing is, like, look, I was a 20 year old kid. I didn't have money. I didn't have anything. Like, I left my job. Like, I was living off of about five thousand dollars I saved up after three years of working a job to make network marketing work. I held meetings with a whiteboard. In a garage with bean bags, like was it was I suited up? No, I couldn't afford nice clothes. But what I could do is invite people over, get to know every single person, and not to share with them my product or service, but I was able to share with them my passion and vision. Like, look, at the end of the day, you do have to sell something that brings people value with or without a compensation plan. That's absolute fact. That's a long-term business. But for you to start out and build something from the ground up, when you have no credibility, when you don't have a, a, a testimony from your product yet, all you have is your passion and vision and your drive, and that's what's going to get people hooked onto you. Like, like seriously, shout out to my social media following, my Facebook following, because I know for a matter of fact that a lot of people follow me because they've seen me lose it all, make it back again, lose it all, make it back again, lose it all, make it. And now be consistent with it. They see me when I was single and stupid, and they see me now basically married with the girl of my dreams. They see me broke in America and now making it really big and moving to Australia. Like they see the journey, right? And that's what's going to really amplify your success and everything. It's just like you want to make it work. It's gonna work out. You gotta be consistent. And you know, my girlfriend always says this, which is really really smart. You know, there's a saying that to be ultimately successful, you have to master the mundane. Okay, and I'm sure a lot of people heard that before. But the thing is, it's not really just about mastering the mundane. It's about making the mundane something that you're passionate about. Like when people say that passion is the key to success, you know, work, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. That's called passion, right? So it's not about mastering the mundane. It's about mastering the passion. Like the mundane won't feel mundane anymore. It's something that you're going to do every single day because you're passionate about it. And the next thing you know, you're not going to know how to count the numbers in your bank account anymore. Like it's not something that you look at, because it's something that you're passionate about. That's not what you actually think about or care about. You're worried about making an impact more than the income, and the income follows. Because the more impact you make, the higher income that you'll make. Awesome stuff. Hey, thank you for sharing that.、Uh, master the mundane and make the mundane your passion. Hey, I'm on issue. If you like this, please share this.、Uh, we're about to go pick Brendan Tigger's brain and guess. Find out what gets them going. So, if you like this, please share this. Want to grow your business faster and make your next twelve months your best year ever? Then you must go to our training, No BS No Hype in Gold Coast Australia or No BS No Hype USA in Los Angeles. You've probably already seen on Facebook what people have said about our training workshops and events, and now I'm bringing my No BS No Hype training to two major events. 
Number one, for my friends down under in Australia, I've got something super special and exciting. We're doing our first big event in Australia in the Gold Coast on May 12, 13, 14. This will be at least 10 times better and bigger than my normal workshops. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash events. And for our friends in North America and Europe, our, our next event will be in Los Angeles in February 2018. This three-day training event is on February 23rd to 25th, 2018 in Los Angeles. And will feature not only three days of training for me, but also seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 and get your early bird tickets at mlnation.net forward slash events. If you listen to ML Nation, you already know how the major breakthrough for almost all the leaders came at an event. And right now, it's your turn. Go make the best investment you can do today and attend No BS, No Hype. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. So let's pick your brain. The first question, and these can be short one-sentence answers, one or two sentences. could be short, Brendan. What is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? My favorite success quotes, um, the people that you've started out with most of the time aren't the people that you finish with. I love that. Unfortunately, it took me a couple of years to learn that. That's so good. Uh, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Waking up early, going to sleep late. That's really it. Like when you understand that they're really, life is actually pretty damn short, even though it doesn't feel like it sometimes, it feels like it drags on. Life is pretty damn short. So but that eight hours a night thing, don't believe in it, guys. Like, especially if you're in my age demographic, my dad always says, you're young. We can burn the candlestick at both ends right now. Like, until you're 40, 50, 60 years old, you don't need eight hours a day. Come on. Like, let's get to work. Get to work. I love that. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you ever received? Best piece of advice was when I was ready to quit network marketing. And that was with my stepdad and who I call my father, like he's my real dad. And um, when all that BS was happening, when I told you when I lost my income for the last time, um, I was ready to walk away. I told my dad I want to come home. Maybe I'll go back to school, pursue real estate. This was like 15 months ago. And um, the best piece of advice I was given is like, look, Brennan, you've already put two or three years into this. If you don't go for it one more time, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. And that advice was, look, when you want to quit, that's when you're going to make the biggest strides because you're at rock bottom. There's nowhere else to go but up. Mm, I love that. You know, that's actually my, uh, one of my favorite, I want to say the top three favorite quote is, the temptation to quit is greatest when success is right around the corner. And exactly. so true. Like you, right before your current <coughs> success, the most success you've ever had, you wanted to quit badly. Hey, right. uh, what's your favorite prospecting tool? So say you have a qualified prospect, they're interested right. Uh, do you send them a link to the online video? Do you invite them to do a one-on-one -on -one meeting? Do you do a product demo? What, what do you like to do? Um, this is actually something that I took from Eric Warren. It's like the one thing that I use every day. It's not my job to present the business. It's not my job to give you information. It's my job to just put you in the right direction. Um, so basically, I let all the tools from the company do all this. Like, the thing is, a lot of people think they need their own flavor. They need their own flair. That's not true. You don't need to waste your time building websites. You don't need to do that. Waste your not actually put your time towards something where you're consistently creating relationships. Let your content grow to people and let the company's tools work for you. Like a lot of people don't like that because they think they need to stand out. Look, if a person's asking you for information, you already stand out. They could have asked a bunch of other people. 
All your job now is to be transparent and right, put them in the right direction, and that's it. You have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote, or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Um, my favorite app is Facebook. Does that count? Uh, okay, I mean, it counts, but give me another one. That's too easy for you. That's too easy. Um, I like this Instagram called Founder. It's called uh, it's Page. It's very motivational, very smart. It references a lot of entrepreneurs, and it's spelled Founder without the E, F-O-U-N-D-R. And uh, they have very good motivational quotes. I copy and paste them all the time. Um, and they also have a lot of entrepreneurs that I just love following. Um, they, they shout out new ones. They shout out ones that are going on. Like, why is it right now that I know that there's a new tampon MLM going on? Because I follow stuff like that. Like, I follow a lot of things that are going on. How do I know everything that's going on? I keep up with updates. And that's a good one. A tampon MLM. Okay, I think you know too much now. <laughs> <laughs> it's organic. <laughs> hey, um, you had mentioned The Alchemist by Paolo Cello, which is one of the awesome books everyone has to read. Uh, any other books you could recommend to ML Nation? Yes. Um, see, these, the books I'm going to recommend to you now are books that are going to make you lose a lot of time. And don't get scared when I say that. These books are things that are going to wake you up. Um, my favorite book by far is uh, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. You want to talk about creating good habits. You want to talk about making right decisions. You need to be aware of when something is bad. Like you need to know that, right? You need to be aware. So if you guys write this down, maybe even put this in the comments below, put Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And if you don't like reading, it's okay. I never read the book myself. What I would do is actually go on YouTube and listen to it. And it's very, very interesting to listen to because it's narrated with an actual interview between Napoleon Hill and the devil. And if you read, if you listen to it, I promise you to this day, if you listen to it and actually absorb it, your life's going to change forever because you won't make stupid decisions anymore. You won't be lazy. You won't surround yourself with energy suckers, energy vampires. Like you'll make good decisions and you'll be more aware of what's going on and understand why people make decisions as well. Yeah, that's an awesome book, Outwitting the Devil. And I actually recommend the audio actually is better than the book because uh, it's narrated like kind of like a devil voice and uh, it becomes way, way more memorable than just reading it. So check it out. We'll put it in the show notes page, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Now, Brendan, here's the last question, the million dollar question. You ready? You know it's coming. Ready. Imagine you have to start all over again and you knew no one. So you didn't know your dad, you didn't know your girlfriend, you didn't know your mom, your contact list was zero, your Facebook followers and friends were zero, but you had all your current knowledge, knowledge skills and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? First place I, I would go is I'd go to the community center. You guys want to become a person of influence. You guys want to take everything that I've taught you today and apply it. Go join a community. There's already tons of them out there. There's already things going on. There's bake sales. There's business classes. There's entrepreneur stuff. There's barbecues. There's all this stuff, right? Community centers. They're in every city. They're in every town. They're in every hall. Become a part of the community. And then once you're part of the community, once people trust you, once everything, all you have to do is then transfer that to social media, amplify that more because everybody loves being part of an offline and online community. And then when you have something to present people, you're not presenting it to them as a business opportunity. You're presenting it to them as a person that people trust and you're presenting it to them as a mission instead of a commission. 
And if you actually present your opportunity as a mission, an impact instead of an income, then you're going to do phenomenally well. Really good stuff. Awesome. Hey, um, you've been amazing. Thank you so much, Brandon. We're excited to have you at No BS, No Hype in May in the Gold Coast. Uh, as, as we wrap up, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way listeners can connect with you? Um, the best way to connect with me is definitely Facebook. Tag me on Instagram and Snapchat if you want. It's just Brendan Teeger, at Brendan Teeger. Like, I keep it very simple. Um, but my best advice I can give you guys is like, look, if you guys are having trouble growing your business, it's because you're probably leveraging other people too much. Like, understand that you, it's good to look up to people, right? It's very good to look up to people. It's very good to respect people. It's very good to take people's advice. But the thing is, like, this is like one of the things, you know, a lot of people from three-way calls. I hate three-way calls. And it's not because I don't like getting calls on people. It's because the thing is, when you get me on a three-way call with someone, look, what happens is you gave up all your credibility to me. You no longer matter. And you wonder why you're not creating a movement. It's because you're basically just plugging people into me. You guys want my best piece of advice? Be the upline that you've always wanted. Be the person that everyone's hitting you up for. Be the person that is always asked for advice and stuff. Like step up and be the leader that you've always wanted. Because at the end of the day, you can always follow leaders into their next business or their current business and help them make money. But the thing is, look, if you really want to make a huge impact and a huge movement, you need to be leading it, not just being a part of it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Hey, thank you so much. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Brendan Tigger. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Brendan. That's B-R-E-N-D-E-N. Okay, B-R-E-N-D-E-N. Tigger is T-I-E-G-E-R. It's like Tiger, but with the E in there. But just search for Brendan, B-R-E-N-D-E-N at the search bar. And all the show notes and the nuggets of wisdom will be right there. And definitely connect with Brendan. It's an amazing leader. Uh, really impressive for only 23 years old and three years in the business. Hey, in order to be successful in network marketing also in life, you must help others. So, Brendan, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Brendan, and God bless you. Appreciate you, Simon. Don't forget, if you want a major breakthrough in your business, then you must go to our training, No BS, No Hype, in the Gold Coast, Australia, in May 2017, or No BS, No Hype, USA, in Los Angeles, in February 2018. And right now, you can save up to $400 on an early bird ticket. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Go register, and I look forward to seeing you there. Hey, ML Nation, it's Simon Chan. Amazing show from Brendan Tager. You know, it's so impressive for a kid, I call him a kid, 23 years old, only three years in the business with that type of knowledge and uh, wisdom, leadership. And I think it goes back to, you know, it's a success journey, right? And we learn the most when we're down. We're down and out. That's when we learn the most. And he talked about he had, you know, made these decisions or some mistakes. We can say not the mistakes, they're the best things he's done uh, with these startup companies. And he, he put it a good way. When these unstable companies, you basically get 10 years of experience, craziness, stress, in one year's time. So, and he's been with a couple of companies, you know, that, and he made a mistake of walking away from a six-figure income, listening to the wrong person, and uh, all those mistakes. And when he was down and out, he's about to give up the industry, but stayed in there, and that's why he is where he is today. And the amount, you know, every time, so every time we get down and out, I just realize that is when you're learning. You know, Brendan, the reason 
He's 23, three years of experience, and he can share it. I mean, of the knowledge, the wisdom, uh, especially his philosophy, is because he's been through the dumps probably way more than you have in the span of three years. So like when your life is easy, his life was pretty much pretty crappy going through that and uh, pretty broke and had money and then lost it all. And, then, you know, that's what he learned the most. Right, so when you are down, just realize that is part of the journey. Every entrepreneur they go through that, and he talked about building, you know, doing the wrong way, just hyping things up, um, that never worked. But what he did was showing value and always showing up every single day. You know, even when those bean bags in the garage. But every day he did meetings, he met people, and he took pictures and he documented it. Right, he documented his journey. So all of a sudden, instead of only, you know, ten people in the meeting, ten people know about it. All his Facebook friends knew about. It. All his friends knew about. It. They saw that. At any time, you know, he did any type of business building, or he always talked about it on social media and shared it. And, you know, even before Facebook Live, it was YouTube. He used uh, different things out there and just getting it out there. And the key is people buy when you have nothing. He said when you have nothing going on, you show them your passion and your vision. Just the consistency. It's always about consistency. 90% of it's showing up, and most people don't show up. And people love the underdog. So if you're struggling, but you keep showing up, showing up, showing up, people get People may not like, people may not comment, but everyone's watching you. They're watching you. And that was his turnaround. You know, you take massive action and you document it. And even if nothing's going well, just keep doing it because people, if you're crazy about the business, keep doing it, people realize you're passionate, you're convicted, your vision. And you're a man and not the commission, but you're on the mission. And that's what people buy. That actually opens people's eyes. And you become what he talks, talks about, an influencer, right? An influencer is someone of value. He talked about a great book, The Alchemist. By Paolo Cello, definitely check out that book. We'll put it in the show notes link, a show notes page there. Uh, be someone value helping out, right? And so talk about influencing and value. Talk about his online branding, like sharing something. Like he has a you know, Tigger truth, but always putting out something. And number one, be clear. Stand for something or you fall for everything. I love that quote. Stand for something, but fall for everything. Always go out there and know how the Facebook algorithm works. Number one, it's about consistent, consistent value. And just read through your self-development, through the show. You learn something, share it. Put your spin on it. You don't need to be the creator, like the like Stephen King or mad creator come out with all this content, right? But what you do, you don't need to be like a Jim Rome Zig Ziglar, but read and learn and share. You put your spin on it. That's the easiest way to create content because truth is your friends, they don't have the time to read all the books and everything. You don't have the time. But if you share something good, you read something good, learn something good, share it. That's the easiest way, right? Easiest way to become an expert is when you teach it because you can teach it, you start living it, and then you learn it, and then you become p- part of it. And uh, people will see that change in you. Now, a couple other things, um, and it, it's actually, he, he, he brought up a good point. Like, everything under the sun has been done before. Right, all the content out there. If you actually go back and go straight to all the self development, go back to the Bible, other ancient texts, ancient scriptures, the all the other religions from thousands of years ago. They actually talk a lot about this stuff uh, from the, the current books. It's just the current new books they present it differently, or in a different, easier to read language. But it's all old stuff. But you know, not not even people know about it. So you don't. It's not like you have to come up with new stuff. People are just looking for how it's impacted you and your spin on it. Now, um, a couple other things. There's tons of free value. That's the amazing thing. There's tons of free value. When you're learning, share it. Make that be part of your brand. Be positive. Share. Be a person of learning. Right? Three ways to create content, put good content, is make something that inspires people, educates people, entertains. And I'm sure if you're listening to the show, you are being inspired, you're learning every day, and you can find things that educate makes people feel good. 
It talks about the Kardashians. That's basically what they do. It's entertaining, right? They create entertainment because they document everything. Uh, they basically they document the life. And we're in the culture right now. People want to learn that type of stuff. People want to see the insides. That's why Facebook Live was very popular. Uh, you know, reality TV, even though I think it's junk, is very, very popular. So, you know, how to get the attention of a top earner? Great advice. Produce to get attention, right? There's no secret. Produce. Find a way to bring the most people to a meeting. Produce and you get their attention. And the you know two biggest mistakes you made is being the youngest and thinking the oldest has nothing to teach you, or being the oldest and thinking the youngest have nothing to teach you. It's humbling and something to remind yourself on. And know that you know master the mundane and make it your passion, right? So maybe prospecting is mundane. Make it your passion. Maybe reading is your is boring. Make it your passion. Okay. Moving on. Other thing is times are changing. And we have more access than ever. Things are happening faster and faster. You can become successful faster. You can also not do much and fail quicker too. But you know what? Remember, the quicker you fail, the quicker quicker you become successful. So that's why someone, again, Brendan, he's been with a couple of companies that didn't work out. He made six figures, he lost it, um, made some decisions where it didn't work out for him. But now in the last year, he's been 15 months, he's been rocking it. Uh, because again, the 10th, I love this, my favorite quote is, and, and by the way, if you want to check out um, my episode is episode 157 where I share about my background. It's the temptation to quit is greatest when success is right around the corner. Okay, the temptation to quit is greatest when success is right around the corner. So if you haven't been tempted to quit, keep going because you know success is right around the corner. Uh, the last thing is, you know, keep this business simple. You don't need, you know, work on your branding, work on your networking, but point people in the right direction. Learn to use the tool. Uh, learn to use the tool. Right, point people in the right direction so they can learn about your business. But anyway, great episode from Brendan Taker. Again, he's going to be the speaker, one of the speakers at No BS, No Hype. If you're in Australia, you want to go, go or go out there, check him out at May 12, 13, 14. Go to mlnation.net forward slash Australia. And uh, definitely, again, connect with Brendan. Go on the search bar, just search for Brendan, B-R-E-N-D-E-N. And ML Nation, if you like this, please, you know, Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It means a lot to us. Uh, show the world what an awesome profession we're in. You know, I'm loud and proud in network marketing. Just have someone who's a college dropout. It's just inspiring, young, hungry. You know, we live in a world, like I said, you can learn everything online. And as long as you're hungry, you're willing to work, you can produce. But make sure you are consistent. Very, very inspiring. Thanks again to Brendan Taker. Thank you, MLM Nation, for listening. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you.